Are you ready, friend? Are you ready to leave fear behind and become unshakable? If so, this is the episode for you. This is the 500 Seconds to Joy podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I am joined by author Lauren Kinney. She wrote the book Unshakable, Living a Overcoming Fear to Discover a Life of Freedom. Living this life of freedom, friends, unshakable. And everything's based on God. Spoiler alert, everything is based on our faith and becoming unshakable by tapping into our faith in Christ. You're going to love hearing from Lauren. She is wise beyond her years and she has a lot of encouragement to share with you. You are going to feel so uplifted. I felt so light and happy and joyful after our conversation. And I pray that happens to you too. So definitely check out her book, Unshakable, Overcoming Fear to Discover a Life of Freedom. You can go check her out on Instagram at Lauren Kinney. And that is L-A-U-R-E-N-K-I. N-N-E-Y. So just look up her full name all together on Instagram. She has all the links there in her Instagram bio to buy Unshakable, to get a free devotional, to get encouragement from her, check out the blog, her website, all the good stuff. And that link will be in the show notes too. Without further ado, let's discover that life of freedom together and become Unshakable and leave fear behind with the lovely author, Lauren Kinney. Hey, Lauren, welcome to the podcast today. Hey, Stephanie, so excited to be here. Thank you. Yes, everybody, this is Lauren Kinney. She's an author, blogger, and speaker, and she wrote the book, Unshakable. Overcome, discover a life of freedom. And that is what we were talking about today. We are talking about how it holds you back from living your life and you can choose to become unshakable and find freedom. So I'm really excited to have you here to talk with us. And can you just start by sharing what life looks like right now and why you decided to write this book, Unshakable? Absolutely. Well, if we haven't met, my name is Lauren Kinney, and essentially what I do is help people see past their fear and discover a life of freedom through my writing and blogging and speaking. I'm a new author. My book, Unshakable, just came out in May, and it's full of practical, actionable strategies on how to overcome the fear that you have been stuck in for so long and start living in the freedom of who God made you to be. I grew up in Arlington, Texas, and then I moved to Waco a few years ago for college at Baylor University. And I actually just graduated a few weeks ago. Um, The book Unshakable came out of, it's so (laughs) exciting. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So my college experience, Stephanie did not go like I expected. It didn't go at all like I expected. And instead of these lifelong friends, social stuff every weekend, a new BFF roommate, I found myself feeling lonely, afraid. I was overwhelmed by anxiety. And it was through doing a few things, including losing control, 
showing up when it's hard, overcoming this constant pressure to be perfect and not living for the approval of others, that things really started to change in my life. And dealing with these shattered expectations left me questioning who I was, who God was, and why I even ended up in Waco, because truly it was never supposed to be this way. And so that's why I wrote Unshakable, so that you too can stop living in fear and start living in the freedom of who God made you to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that is a message we all need to hear, no matter where we're at in life, whether we're in college, out of college, way past college. It doesn't matter. Fear strikes us in our life at different times and different seasons. So I think it's so important for us to remember that God is the one who's going to provide that freedom for us. And can you start by sharing why you think fear is what is preventing us from living that joy-filled life we want? Like we all want to, you know, be happy, right? feel joyful and enjoy our life. And can you share why you think fear is, is what is preventing that? Sure. I really think it comes down to one word and that one word is vulnerability. Let me share something with you that you have probably never heard from an author. Stephanie, I hate the first four chapters of my book. Um, and I have a good reason <laughs> for it. They are really hard. They were not yeah. these picture perfect moments that I wanted to post on Instagram or Facebook. They didn't ever tell of these lifelong friends that I was supposed to have by now or this dream college experience. And I remember one day I found myself sitting in my living room. It was a Sunday afternoon and I had the first copy of the manuscript in front of me. And I remember I was sick of rereading these first four chapters because they told of roommate conflict, a lot of breakup tears. There were a lot of questions that I didn't have answers for and so many things that were wrong that I just didn't know how to make right. And I remember earlier that week, I had told a friend, listen, I think if I scrap these first four chapters, People might actually like my book, but I'm so afraid that people are going to shut the book and stick it back on the shelf before they even get to the good parts. And if that's the case, how do I stay in the good parts of my life? And I remember telling God, God, I want people to read this book, but I really want people to see you in this book. And I am afraid they aren't even going to get through these first four chapters and in that moment, I just heard him say, Lauren, I am present in the first four chapters too. And it reminded me the first time I heard God speak, I was nine years old and I was riding a bike with one of my younger brothers. And it wasn't just this audible voice over a loudspeaker, but it was clear and direct. And looking back, um, I, I know it was God speaking, but I just heard this voice that said, Lauren, you need to go back. And I remember we were riding bikes and I yelled at my brother who was behind me on the sidewalk and we went back to our house and we biked into my driveway and my father was standing there holding my youngest brother. His body was in his arms and it was black and blue and there was blood everywhere. And my brother had just been run over by a truck and I needed to be home. And so since that time, I have found God's voice to be one that I can trust and, you know, people say all the time that God is really good at taking really messy and painful and ugly and broken, broken things 
and turning them into just beautiful things. And, and he can, and he often does, but sometimes just for us as humans, those unseen things are hard to believe. It's hard to believe sometimes that God is going to redeem the really hard parts of our life. And so for, you know, the mom, the sister, the friend, the aunt listening right now, I just want you to know that God is present in your first four chapters too. And you might be smack in the middle of those first really hard chapters, or you're thriving in your next eight, but the same God who is showing up in the next eight chapters of your life, the fun, the joy filled chapters is the same God who's redeeming the last four. And to discount those painful parts of my story would be to discount God's goodness and his grace. And so really, I mean, I just want you to hear today that God doesn't ever stop redeeming your story. And I really think that the more real we become, the more Jesus is revealed in our story. And so truly, I think it comes from just that vulnerability and just being real with the people around us and not discounting those painful, painful parts of our life like we want to. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And how, how have you done that? Like being being vulnerable doesn't come naturally to me, to be honest. Um, it's funny because I have a podcast and I share a lot, but the deeper, darker, hidden things, you know, the struggles, the pain, the things God has redeemed and is still working on redeeming, that is harder to share. So how do you push past the fear of being vulnerable and then when you get to the other side and you are real with somebody, how does that feel? Sure. Well, let me tell you um, just another story. During my freshman year, I wanted to go to a worship night on campus. And I remember I had texted about eight people to see if I could go with them simply because I did not want to show up alone. And all I got were no's. We've all had that moment where we wanted to do something fun mm, and we yes. get rejected. And I remember in that moment, I was so paralyzed by fear. I did not want to show up alone. I already felt like a loser, but I remember God saying, Lauren, you need to get up and you need to go anyway. And so I went, I remember making my way up these metal bleachers. It was at the Baylor track field and just looking for someone who might be alone. And I noticed a girl, I asked if I could sit by her. She said, yes. So I sat down not directly next to her because I didn't want to freak her out, but I was secretly just hoping I was close enough so that it looked like we had come together and then I had some friends. And I remember as the first song started, I looked over and she was gone and it just felt like a punch in the gut. And Mm -hmm. about an hour later, this speaker prayed and ended the sermon and he just said, hey, everyone, I just want to remind you that it's church night tonight. And if you are a freshman or a senior, no matter where you are right now, if you are looking for a church to join, step out um, out of your comfort zone and just go talk to some people at these church booths. And so I remember my feet just took a few courageous steps forward. And, you know, on that note, I also just think it's, it's so funny how complicated we make bravery out to be. I think sometimes it looks so far ahead of us and sometimes we just need to take a few steps forward. And so I walked up to the booth closest to me and there was a girl wearing a red flannel and round glasses. And she stepped out from behind this table and shook my hand. And after we talked for a while, I asked for her number and it was like, hey, we should go get coffee because that is what you do in college. You just go get coffee with people. And so a week later we did. 
nearly every week after. And that girl became my roommate for the next two years of college. And so I tell that story today just to encourage um, just your listeners today, Stephanie, that God delights when we say yes. And most of the time, I truly believe that that means showing up and trusting him, even when we are paralyzed by fear. You know, for every time we decide to show up, there's about 10 or 20 or 30 other times we get in the car and we cry more. We never hit the gas pedal and we cave to this fear. But only God is one who can transform this fear into an invitation. And it's an invitation to see more of who he is. It's an invitation to his heart and his love for you. And truly, I think at the end of the day, it just starts with showing up. It takes grit. It takes a lot of guts. It takes so much courage. But again, it comes back to that point of the more real we become, the more Jesus is revealed in our story. It's so true. Yes, you are speaking to me today. (laughs) These are the words I needed to hear, to be honest. Um, And, you know, let's say someone's listening and says, yes, okay, this is great. But what do I do first, Lauren? Like, I want to step out. Maybe for a mom listening, it's being vulnerable with some of her friends. I know my friends and I have been talking about that. Like, just being more honest about struggles or being more honest about, hey, I have a question about this or I'm not sure about this or this is my viewpoint and I think we disagree, but can we still talk about it? You know, those vulnerable things that maybe moms are struggling with right now. And let's say that mom feels held back in fear of like what someone might think of her or, you know, kind of having that picture perfect life be shattered by sharing something they're struggling with. Like, these are things that are that I think are on a lot of moms' minds. Like it, that's mainly the fear of you know being seen, being being seen as either weak or not having it all together. Like a lot a lot of us struggle with that, me included. Um, so how would you encourage that mom today who who feels stuck in her fear of stepping out and being vulnerable? What would you say that step one would be? Like what would you say to encourage her today? Sure. Absolutely. Well, we all want to be fearless in every aspects of our life, but especially right now when everything feels like it is falling apart, you know, where do we cling to? Where do we run? Um, You know, one of the things that when I am feeling just overwhelmed with anxiety and fear, there's a few things I do. Number one, I talk to myself instead of listening to myself. And, you know, I've come after the, you know, past three years and being at college, you know, there's a huge difference between the two. When you're listening to yourself, you're most likely feeding yourself lies. Like, why did I make that dumb comment at dinner last night? You know, for me, it was, why did I fail that test? I feel stupid. I'm incapable. I'm a fraud. I'm a failure. You know, the list goes on. We talk to ourselves constantly like this during the day. And this is when we get to change the narrative. It's when we decide to say, okay, I'm not going to focus on that conversation that I keep replaying in my head for the thousandth time or my never ending to-do list. Or, you know, for me, it was, how am I going to keep up that streak of perfection in the grade book so I don't disappoint my parents? It's when we start changing the narrative and saying, okay, I am going to focus on the good today and I am not going to tear myself down. I'm going to change the narrative and what I tell myself. And then second, it's, you know, quit faking it. Chances are you listening right now, you've hidden your fear. You've hidden that anxiety, that loneliness for weeks, and you haven't told anyone. Um, you know, step one today is just drop the mask and tell one person, hey, 
you asked me the other day how I really was. Here's how I really am. You know, let someone in. Don't let fear keep you from moving. You know, I just told you the story of meeting my college roommate. And what I didn't tell you was the first time we went to coffee, I remember sitting across from her and making a conscious decision to let her in and be honest. And in that moment, I was so afraid. I remember thinking, okay, she can do two things right now. She can stay at the table and she can listen or she can get up and run away. And that's real. And, and that might happen. People might be scared, but that is a risk worth taking. And at the end of the day, we are going to be better for it. You know, it's risky, it's hard, it's scary, but it was through dropping that mask and loosening up this grip, this tight grip on my life and my plans that, you know, things really started to change. And so I think it's really through, you know, small moments of trusting Jesus like that. It's letting a friend in um, and not just answering, hey, how are you? Oh, I'm good. And moving on with life. That's where that vulnerability and those close friendships really get cultivated. And, you know, in those moments, what the enemy meant for destruction, God is making for redemption. And he has you right where he wants you. I had a professor tell me once, God never promised me easy, but he promised me hope. And that has to be enough. And so I, I think in those moments when we are sitting across the table and wondering, oh, should I be honest or should I keep faking it like we so often do? That's what I want to remember. I want to know that freedom to, you know, be real and, and ask you know, people, okay, how are you really doing? Because I care for you and I love you. And no matter what answer you are going to give me in response to the question right now, I am going to love you anyway. You know, it's a freedom to open those clench fists that we have and lose control. It's the freedom to ask the hard questions, the freedom to lay it all out on the table and trust that God isn't going to walk away. And the person sitting across from me right now is not going to walk away. It's the freedom to know that God is enough. We are not enough, but Jesus is. And he loves me enough to redeem my story. And he's redeeming yours too. And so, you know, overall, it's it comes down to the freedom to overcome fear. And I think at the end of the day, you know, our biggest fears can become our biggest freedoms. If we just open up and we are really honest with the people around us about how, how we're doing in life. You are so wise beyond your years, Lauren. <laughs> That was just so beautiful. It really spoke to me. So thank you. And I really, really encourage everybody to get your book. Where should they go to connect with you and find your book? Again, everybody, Lauren Kinney, she wrote Unshakable, Overcoming Fear to Discover a Life of Freedom. And I love the way you tell stories. And I just really think that this message is needed, especially right now. So where can people connect with you after this? Sure. Well, you can buy a copy of Unshakable on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. And if you are looking for a new way to grow in your faith this semester, I know a lot of you are super busy as moms, but if you are looking for a really quick way to grow your faith, you can go to thelaurenkinney.com and get a free five-day devotional, or you can also connect with me on Instagram at Lauren N. Kinney. Love it. Thank you so much, Lauren. It was such a joy having you. And oh, I really encourage everybody to get your book. And I just am so in awe of everything you've shared today. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Stephanie.